Hey, you're listening to Smoke Meat. I'm your host, Brad Pittman. Smoke Meat's brought to you by Joe's Underground at the corner of 8th and Broad in Augusta, Georgia, in the bottom of the Lamar Building. Go on into Joe's and meet new friends and hang out with old ones. Either way, go in. Remember, I goes to Joe's and so should you. That's Joe's Underground at the corner of 8th and Broad in Augusta, Georgia, in the bottom of the Lamar Building. Today, my guest is none other than Mr. Ian Gearing. Uh, he is a singer. He is such a great guy. We had an awesome time talking. So we're going to go on ahead and get this beast kicked off right here on Smoke Meat. So, hey, how you doing today? Oh, sorry. Okay. Uh, hey, I'm doing great. I'm happy to be here on the show and ready to have an awesome time and make people at home have an awesome time. Oh, outstanding. Yeah, we're going to have a good time today, you know, because... I, I fanboy out a little bit at the beginning of my shows, but we just kind of let the conversation steer where it goes. And that makes it a lot more fun because people get to know you and not just what you do, you know. That sounds awesome. But yeah. So, you know, tell, tell my folks a little bit about yourself, you know. Just let them know you. Well, I'm, I, I, first of all, I like to consider myself a kind and cheerful person. You know, I don't like to be in a bad mood. I, I always like to be upbeat and, you know, see things clearly and lightly. You know, I, my my grandmother always used to tell me, and I, I usually never tell her first, you know, but I'm going to do it that way because I dreamt with her t- uh, yesterday night. And uh, my, my, my grandmother always used to tell me, she'd say, you know, you can live the same life positively or negatively. Same event. You can live it Positive lens through the negative lens, and I, I've, I've chosen to live it through the positive lens from a few years back, and it's worked, you know, because situations that seem hard seem lighter to cross when when you're uh, vibing, vibrating higher, to call it that. And so, well, uh, when I started recording, I was nine years old, and the way this happened was, you know, fun too because I stood at mom's house. She didn't have any children. So she used to invite me over, her and her husband, her then husband, and um, and we'd play karaoke. And one night she told me, "Hey, you know, you can really sing well. You should do something about it." And she she was all about entertainment because she used to be uh, um, a, 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 she used to do voiceover, and uh, and she was working for Coca Cola at the time. I don't know if you can say brands, but I just oh, yeah. did. <laughs> um, but she was working for Coke at the time, and uh, she was doing the Owl from Harry Potter in her commercial in their commercials back then, and um, and she told me we should take you to a recording studio and have you lay down some tracks. Why don't you get ready, uh, ready some tracks, you know, like five or six, and we'll do this. And she never called me back. Uh, like two months went by, and so I forgot, and I thought to myself, you know, I, as a um, as a kid that I was, I thought to myself, well, maybe she forgot or, you know, she was just talking out of the moment and she doesn't want to come with it. And so I've always been really analytic ever since I was little. So I remember, like, being disappointed. And one day, it was my birthday, and she said, like, get ready. Saturday morning, we're going to take you out for your birthday. And so I got ready, and she didn't tell me, and we went to the studio and we recorded the track, so that's how it all started. Oh man, that and, would be uh, awesome! I've been writing music since I was fourteen. Uh, that's what I love. There's not a happier time in my life where I write songs, 
And I love I love conversating. I love uh, having a good time. And you know, I'm just in it for the ride. You know, I, I think show business is hard, but it, it's uh, how my grandmother said it. You know, how you see it through the lens. So to me, it doesn't have to be like that that like tough experience where oh, this is gonna be so uh, stressful. No, I'm just gonna enjoy it. I've worked all my life, so I think I'm pretty ready to share my gift with the world and to give people a good time because that's, I think, my mission in life. Yeah, and that's that's a wonderful thing because, you know, it's it's hard to find what is your thing, you know, and when you find it of course. and you don't share it, it's almost a sin, you know. I mean, you, you got to share it because... Exactly. I completely know, agree. Completely agree. And and um, when, when you do what you love, that's... I think the first time I heard that line was when I heard Miley Cyrus say it, that if you do what you love, you don't have to work a day in your life. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe that. And, you know, um, Jim Carrey, on the other hand, also used to say, you know, if you have a 98% chance of failing at what you don't like, then you best try something you love. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Exactly. You know, and, I just, for me, music and, and entertaining people is just so healing to me. You know, it, it feeds the soul. And yes, I know right completely. now I'm I'm not able to get on stage and do comedy, and it's driving me insane. How have you been dealing with that? Podcasting. And I've been filming comedy videos in my basement down here in the studio. Um, I've got characters that I do and post on YouTube. And... Oh, that's I, amazing. I did one Saturday. That's amazing. You you kept your your you've kept your drive going, and yeah, I understand that need. Like I've recorded too. Like yeah. I've been having some work done on my teeth, so haven't been able to speak for a few weeks. And I was just starting to my demons were uh, my 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 <laughs> brain demons, my inner demons were starting to come out of play mm. with my mind. They were like like say stuff to me like oh you know life is not that cool and all that because i hadn't been able to record for so many weeks mm-hmm. but uh, um hopefully next week i'll be able to to get back to, to to the studio i also have a home studio so yeah i completely get it and, and i i i, I want to see your videos oh man the, the youtube channel is brad's comedy it's all one word with no apostrophe Oh yeah, the so the one out I, right after this. The one I filmed Saturday is my clown, and his name's Murray. Murray is not like any clown you've ever seen. He is horrible, but he's fun. But I do the hot food challenges. I love heat, and a friend of mine sent me one called the White Chocolate Challenge, which is a piece of white chocolate, but it's got twelve of the world's hottest peppers infused in it. And I told him, I said, if you send me something, you can pick the character. You can pick what I do while I'm doing the challenge. So he pictured it's, he picked this clown, and this is Murray's voice right here. And well, I, he picked it's him. A creepy. <laughs> oh, wait till you see him. And he picked him reading the dirty parts of Fifty Shades of Grey. It is an amazing video. Oh, it's horrible, but it's so much fun. I'm good. Uh, I got. I gotta see it. I gotta see it because the voice. You know, I have a thing with clowns. A lot of people forever. do. And the thing is, not necessarily like I like clowns. I, I'm a little afraid of clowns. I remember <laughs> once in high school, I was driving back from my cousin's house to my home, and we used to go to the same high school. And I, I left them off at home, and it was like 
I, I stayed for the evening, and then I went back home. It was like 10 at night, and I saw a clown in a, vo- in, in a bus stop, and I almost crashed it. I got so scared. It was dark, and he was just there sitting. It was like a horror movie. Like, I understand that man was just taking the bus home, right? <laughs> but but I was scared. And I, I remember being a child and ne- never liking clowns, like... <laughs> I, I had a hard time. I never had a party that included one mm-hmm. because I remember being very vocal about it. <laughs> I like, no, mom, no clowns. She's like, you don't like the trick? Like, I, I like the trick. I like the fun. I just, you're just a aesthetic that I don't like. Yeah, I understand. So it, it'll be an experience for me to watch the video. <laughs> I sure will, for sure. Oh, he is, he is interesting. I've got all kind of characters on there. You will dig it a lot. It's funny. I know, but yeah, I'm really, I'm really, really am looking forward to it. But yeah, I've just been recording the podcast. I've been doing character videos and just kind of being me. You know, that's my way of getting out there because I don't want to go out there and you know the clubs in Atlanta are opening now, and I would love to get on stage, but I don't want to. As a paramedic, I see that we're having a surge right now, and I really don't want to be responsible for more people getting sick. So I'm kind of hanging right. back. Right. Same thing is happening here. Like, uh, the, um, you know, it, it's now on, on the orange stage. They divided the colors like, uh, like a traffic light. And, um, and it used to be red, and now it's an orange. And it's supposed to be back to normal when it's green. But it's not going to be the, there for a while. And things actually happen really well. You know, contrary to... Uh, what I've seen in other states or cities, uh, and I'm I'm not uh, one to support the mayor of the city. I don't necessarily like her or liked her before, but she's been doing so well, and so that's the same thing. We're trying, and I think that, that the, the reason why it's been working is because people have been following instructions. She came up with a good plan, and people actually listened, you know. They're going to the restaurant. They're taking all precautions. I've seen it in the Instagram story. And so, yeah, I, as I, I, I want to go to the mall, too, and do some certain stuff. But, you know, I figured, hey, we've been inside for, like, the past three months and a half. I think that another 15 days to 30 days won't kill anybody but going out. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, it's being socially responsible because, you know, that's a big lesson from this whole thing that, you know, we used to be very self-centered as society, as individuals, sorry. Mm-hmm. I think that we were very self-centered. And now with this happening and we have, and us having to be forced to worry about the people next to us, uh, it's it giving us a better perspective on life. Hopefully, right? Hopefully. Hope so. so that we, we can come out of this better. So, yeah, I completely understand, you know. Missing the stage is a hard thing, especially you that you do it like a lot. Well, you know? not as much as I want to sometimes, but and you know when I, I, I've never hit comedy really hard, hard where I was trying to make a career of it. And when I would not be on stage, it'd just be pretty much my choice. I decided I don't want to be on stage this month or whatever, and I wouldn't book anything. And now because I can't, oh, I want to so bad. Yeah. Yeah, it, 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 it happens. But hey, you know, when, when I, well, I've, always, I've always thought this. Like, when we are able to go really 
like back to normal. And when I say back to normal, I mean when I when we go back to being able to go out and enjoy ourselves and enjoy life. I hope that people really do enjoy their life and that they stop that we restart life not complaining about everything, you know, enjoying what we have, not longing for what we don't have. And, you know, being environmentally conscious, because I do think that this was a wake-up call for all of us. Like, this is planet Earth saying, hey, you know, we got to get our stuff together because the planet is hurting. And I know it's not because of people, you know. It's the higher powers who, you know, abuse and impose certain programming, you know, on how to do stuff. But, hey, you know, we got to come out of this bigger, bigger society, so... You know, when I say when we go back to normal, what I mean is when we will go back to normal, we're going, you know, I think there's going to be a surge on on people going out, people wanting to go see comedy, people going wanting to go see concerts, like all the things that have been affected by that economically and, and you know, attendance wise, they're going to have a surge and people are just going to be pouring into those places because, hey, you know, I haven't been to a dance floor in three and a half months or more, you know? Yeah. I I miss dancing. I miss singing. I miss Yeah. You know, and, it, and the thing is, there's, there's only going to be so many stages and there's going to be so many acts that are trying to get those few stages that, you know, venues are going to be able to cherry pick who they want. It's not like before where some venues just, well, I've never heard of this guy, but he sold a ticket here. Let's use him because that's all we can get right now because everybody else is booked. I think now everybody's going to have to kick up their game some to get stage time. Right. Right. Yeah. Tend everywhere. Also because, you know, it's been hard on the job. So I, I get that. But it's I think that it's a chance for all of us to get better. Like, hey. If, if, if some performers were slack, I don't, I don't, I haven't, I haven't ever met a performer. I think that slacks at his craft or her craft, you know, mm-hmm. that they don't uh, do try to do their best work. Fortunately, I've met, uh, you know, all the people that I've met are in love with what they do, but um, but I think it's a chance for also to, you know, work on our craft, get better, and say, hey, you know, if we're going to have to divide our, our state time and people are going to be cherry-picking who they want to see, then we want to make that list. Yeah. So it's an opportunity to get better. Yep. And, I, you know, I hope a lot of creativity is coming out of all this because everybody's got time to sit and write right now. I hadn't thought of that, but, yeah, imagine all the people who are writing jokes, who are writing books, who are writing songs, who are writing yeah. movies. Uh, you know, That's going to be amazing, things that that come out. And especially, you know, like in movies, people who who write movies, like screenwriters and all that, I just thought of this now. Like, are they going to come up with, with, with an idea of this? You know, because this is topping a lot of of the previous stuff that they did, you know, like I Am Legend and all of those stories that were based on on things like this occurring this science totally so what are they going to come up with now yeah (laughs) because those are the kind of movies that scare the hell out of me like outbreak and i'm legend and all those those terrify me because it can happen (laughs) 
<laughs> right. Freddie and Jason, well, I, I love watching them, but they don't scare me. Outbreak scares the right. shit out of me. <laughs> well, Jack the Ripper was a real thing. Yeah. You know, he was that writer. Yeah. I've never read one of the uh, one of those books. I can't remember the name of the writer now, but I've seen a lot. I, I'm like, I have a thing for for Jack the Ripper, and I, I've seen that that he used to be like a novelist at day and a killer at night. Mm-hmm. That that sort of thing scares me because there are a lot of crazy dudes outside. <laughs> but, oh yeah. But, but yeah, like I, I was seeing uh, like a countdown video the other day on YouTube about. Um, Things that were said in science fiction movies a few years back and that are now a reality. Yeah. Most of them are now a reality. Yeah. Like for real. Like the floating thing that you can stay on a reality. I think Google came up with that. You know, everything in Back to the Future is reality now. The flying car, the, everything is a reality. Mm-hmm. And so, well, you know, what they come up with now. They're, they're going, it's going it's to be a reality in a few years. Yeah, imagine, think about the Simpsons. Look at all the stuff over the years that they have predicted. You know, <laughs> that's weird. They say, uh, I, I was, I, I have a lot of countdowns, and, and they were saying that uh, Matt has actually, you know, they, they think that he went like in time traveling experiences because how can you know all of that? Yeah, and it's, a lot of it is spot on, and it's really creepy. Yeah, most of it, most of it was, <laughs> and um, and time travel. And I do believe that there there has to be a way. You know, I, I was heard of to say that if you spin hard enough, you can tell transport. Hmm. So yeah, I mean, you have to spin to a speed that is humanly impossible but but it is possible to do it so mm. if that's possible to do then hey you know i i believe everything at this point i i used to be a little skeptic about some certain topics in life mm. but you know after seeing the real world in in uh in recent times i don't think man yeah. <laughs> i believe in everything now oh that's me i believe in ufos i believe in ghosts I, i've actually ghost hunted several times um, hell, I believe in Bigfoot. I mean, right? We, yeah, I believe in. I, I believe in all those creatures. Yeah, but what's really creepy is, um, you know, you know what an EVP is when you're ghost hunting, where you can get their voice on tape. Right. Well, right. I was editing one of my shows. Um, I did the way I do this. I record the show, and then I'll go back and do an intro and put them together. And uh, when I listen to it. I'm, when I do these shows, I'm alone in the house right now. I'm the only one here. I'm in my basement studio. The girl I was interviewing, she was alone in her house. Nobody there. And when I said, how are you doing? You hear a voice whisper, I hear him. And that was wow. so creepy because it was neither of us. <laughs> okay, I hope that doesn't happen on this show because I'm going to creep out. <laughs> Like you know how those particles that fly on on in front of a camera, you know, can be like uh, oh, energy. Yeah, I've seen the, uh, I've recorded a couple of interviews uh, right here in in my room, mm-hmm. and uh, I I see those when when they send me the the final version back. I'm like, shit, I sorry, uh, I, I <laughs> see fine. those things. <laughs> I have I, no I, rules. I, You're fine. I, 
I get scared because of that, you know, because those are things that you can't, they are out of your control. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's paranormal, it's something paranormal wants to get a hold of you and tease you. And I mean, I, I don't think that, that I, you know, we've done wrong in life, like to deserve to be like bothered to a level or grief. Yeah. It's going to become uncomfortable, but if they decide to have a good time with you and tease you and, you know, be shutting the doors or throwing stuff around just for the fun of it, <laughs> <laughs> who's going to take care of that trauma? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. But, no, nah, there, you know. There, there's a, there, there's a, you, you, you should send that experience. There's a, there's a YouTube channel called Slapped Ham. Mm-hmm. And, and and there's one called Chills. I both I, I love Chills. <laughs> he, I hope you're enjoying my narration. I love his voice. Like. Yeah. Oh, the voice kills me. I love it. And seeing this light fly toward this person, I do not know what it is. Maybe you can tell me. <laughs> I hope he's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep. He has to say that at least yeah. once a show. <laughs> yeah, I love. Uh, and I, lo- I love how he de- he tells everyone to subscribe. Like uh, <laughs> he like they say, it's a proven fact that kindness <laughs> makes you a happier person. So if you're kind enough to hit that subscribe button, <laughs> I'm like I, I I I love his videos. He's one of the the people that I see recurrently. Yeah, I I watch his three or four different ones a night. <laughs> No. I tell you who and, my... and his his narration does help like give you the actual chills like to me it does like when when he's saying certain stuff he'll say some fun stuff like yeah. <laughs> like the thing that I hope he's okay he's like narrating this terrible thing but he goes on to say that he hopes he's they're okay and all <laughs> but his voice to me it actually spices it up really well it does I love him and it's funny my kids now. You know, they they stay on YouTube just because, I mean, they're here at the house. They don't go anywhere because of this. You know, I got teenagers. And they've started watching. You remember the grandma game where you had to. Not get, quite. You, you went through this house and you had to avoid the ghostly grandma. Well, they no, have. I don't remember. How, they have. What's it about? Oh, it's, you just avoid this grandma and try and get out of the house. And it is hard. But it, it's a scary game, and they've made more of them, different kinds now. And they have gotten on YouTube and found channels of people playing this game and commentating while they're playing it and getting scared. It is so funny. But they watch those, what? and they watch Shane Dawson, and they watch just Jeffree Star. And that, that's their three big things. And SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look up that game. Because yeah. I saw that there was a there's a map now that takes you to the city, but I I won't ever do that. Like, have have you seen that? Which app is it? I I don't know the, the I don't know the name, but I saw it in a countdown video that there's an app that tells you like, hey, go to this address, uh, get in between those streets, uh, stand somewhere, and you'll find whatever. And I saw a countdown where people uh. Of, you teenagers in New York, a group of teenagers found uh, like a dead body in a bag, actually near some river, Ooh. because the app told them to go there. 
and so that's why I'm not, I'm never playing it. But I but I've heard <laughs> and I, and I know people who have, mm-hmm. and they have they have fun. Like they don't always find creepy or criminal stuff, but you know they have fun. But I I, I rather do the grandma thing. Yeah, oh, the grandma game is hilarious. Because it is hard to get away from her. I mean, she'll be nowhere near you, and all of a sudden, boom, she's right there. <laughs> and there's one where they've been watching. The, the character is a baby trying to stay away from Grandma. And it is hilarious to watch this thing. I'll find out the video or the name of it for you when I talk to him in just a little while and text it to you. Thank you so much. Yeah, for sure. I, I want to play it. Oh, it is hilarious. It is so funny. But, you know, it's, I, it's good that you're keeping busy during all this because, I mean, we've got to. We've got to have fun. Because if, if you can't have fun doing stuff, it's just not worth doing. Right. Right. I completely agree. Yeah. And, you and know, we, we don't have. Sorry? Oh, go ahead. Oh, that I, I, you know, I know people get stressed out because of, you know, the lockdown and in general not being able to live their life in, uh, normally. But, you know, just take it as it is. It, it, it's, an, it's a historic experience, you know. So we'll be talking about this for, for years to come. Like, that's. That lost. I, I was hearing the other day that they called it the lost year. That it, it would go down as the lost year. Hmm. And uh, I think that you know, if you grow, then it's uh, you grow yourself as a person. Then it's not a lost year. But it, hey, we got to see it as it is. It, it's something that we're going to be telling our grandkids, like, hey, there was ever a time when when we had to go through this. So we are part of history. A relevant one, you know, because a lot of the things that historically, you know, happen, they're not as valid. Like, yeah. So this is something to like yeah. remember. So I tell people, you know, stay calm, stay collected. Things will get better. And you know, remember, remember, because you want to tell the story as close. To, to how it will be possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I just messaged my daughter and I got the name of the game. It's called Grandma Simulator. Grandma Simulator? Yep. Okay, I'm going to write it down. I'm going to play it right after this. Yep, that is the name of the game. But uh, I'll tell you, man, I've had a great time on here with you because, you know, I I don't do a normal interview, as you figured out real quick. I do a little bit about what somebody does, you know, I'll fanboy out for a minute, but then it's just two guys talking and making friends, and I feel like I've got a good friend now, and that's awesome. You should do. That is just... You should do, and, and I had the greatest time. Yeah, and anytime you're in Atlanta, let me know, and you will be fed because Daddy cooks. For sure. For oh, sure, yeah. and hopefully it'll be a time where 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 I can come see you perform. Yeah, definitely. That'd be that'd be awesome. Oh, outstanding! Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to getting back, man. Like I say, anytime you're here, all you gotta do is holler. You got this number, you keep this number. And anytime, <laughs> well, 
Anytime you want back on the show, call me. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me and for 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 the talk. I re- I really had a good time. I really enjoyed talking about this topic. <laughs> oh yeah, and you got a good YouTube channel and a good app to go to. So hey, it's a win win. Exactly. Totally. 